This is 8 Minutes, a podcast helping you understand the energy and climate challenge in just a few minutes. I'm your host, Paul Schuster. One of the big challenges for the power grid of the future is moving from a centralized model to a distributed model. Our infrastructure is built on big power generating stations that distribute electricity out to smaller and smaller consumers of energy. But as rooftop solar and behind the meter storage become more popular, that model is changing, becoming far more distributed. And with that distributed model comes both complexity and opportunity. Today, we're going to talk a little bit more about the emerging value propositions that are happening at the point of consumption, or in industry speak, at the grid's edge. How is new technology helping us think about energy use, equipment maintenance, and climate change differently? Eight minutes. It's how long it takes the sun's race hit Earth, or a little longer than it takes for Aerosmith to belt out their classic, Living on the Edge. See what I did there? <laughs> Let's get it on. Utility companies have traditionally thought about their role as being one of generating reliable, low-cost power and delivering it to their customers to power houses, buildings, industrial factories. What happened after that power was delivered was kind of dismissed. But new technologies are popping up at that point of consumption, creating new opportunities for both utility and customer. Let's start with your humble electric meter. Think much about it? (laughs) Probably not. They aren't very sexy. They count how much power you've used so that the utility company can bill you properly. And if you have a really old meter, it's likely a meter reader needs to show up at your house every month or so to collect that data. A slightly newer model may be able to send the data directly to a central database more frequently, say, every hour, or an advanced meter could try to do it every 15 minutes or so. And then there are meters that are equipped to monitor energy usage far more frequently, thousands of times per second. And that type of fidelity gets really interesting. Now, the meter can see when a coffee maker powers online or when a clothes dryer finishes its load. It can monitor when you're most often using your dishwasher and maybe suggest to delay cleaning until electricity prices are a little bit lower. This is called disaggregated load, where the high sampling rate of power usage enables the system to get a much more nuanced view as to how the customer is using power in the first place. And while I use the advanced meter as an example, this type of disaggregated load doesn't need to be just a utility function either. Wi-Fi enabled systems from companies such as Sense do very similar activities, sampling energy usage as frequently as 4 million times per second in order to fully map the power using devices that a household is using. Is it creepy to have that type of data being monitored on your activities? Maybe. But the industry is betting that the increased value that can be added is substantial. Take maintenance, for instance. The data can spot trends on how your air conditioning system is using power. A rising trend in power usage may mean that the condenser is working a lot harder than it needs to and could represent a potential problem. An HVAC technician could come out and fix the issue in short order, potentially saving the homeowner from the expense of having to replace a complete AC unit. And with that info, utilities see an added value stream for their business. FPL Home, associated with Florida Power & Light, provides a home warranty that covers the cost of repair and replacement for major appliances within the house. Given better data and monitoring, the utility is betting that they can provide a lower cost, more effective way of managing appliances than a traditional insurance firm that has to rely upon actuarial data on appliance failures. Utilities see this grid edge 
is being a powerful tool to connect with their customers better. They can offer more nuanced programs such as residential demand response, where they can adjust internet-connected devices to lower power usage during times of really high demand on the grid, or deliver customized recommendations for consumer behavior modifications, such as running that proverbial dishwasher later at night. Or perhaps they can see when and how you're charging your electric vehicle so that it can optimize that charging behavior, perhaps even using the car's batteries as a backup energy source and compensating the homeowner for doing so. Third-party technologies such as Span's Smart Panel can modulate battery usage so efficiently that they can actually grab up to 40% more life out of a behind-the-meter backup system. And there are even value propositions around, say, security, for instance. Say that the system knows you're away for vacation when light switches suddenly turn on in your den. A quick text to your cell phone to verify that everything's okay, or should the police be informed that maybe you have an unwanted visitor? Grid edge solutions mean that utilities can find themselves providing appliance repair services or security services, or some emerging technologies are even challenging the traditional utility model more, blurring the lines of what a utility's function truly is. Because with that data fidelity comes the ability to track and monitor not only energy usage, but also power generation, as from a rooftop solar array or a garage battery, or even your EV's batteries. And with that comes the intriguing possibility of one household selling their excess power to their neighbor and bypassing the utility entirely. That peer-to-peer networking is what companies such as PowerLedger are working on, delivering a blockchain-enabled platform to help democratize power through peer-to-peer trading. There is a lot of potential in these grid-edge technologies, and value propositions that we haven't even considered yet, which is why advanced meter manufacturers such as iTron aren't trying to presuppose all the opportunities up front. Instead, they're building a platform in their meters that allow third parties to develop the apps necessary to unlock that new value. Think of it as an Apple store, but on your electric meter. Which also brings up a really interesting dynamic, because that platform doesn't necessarily need to sit at the meter. It can be privately run Wi-Fi enabled as well, such as through the Sense system that I mentioned earlier, or the Span Smart Panel that I discussed. Internet-connected devices such as thermostats or dishwashers or your EV charging equipment, they can be controlled and optimized through cloud-based technologies too, not necessarily just through the utility meter. Which means we have two conflicting standards that are competing for this space, utility-managed meter platforms or decentralized Wi-Fi-enabled platforms. Going forward, one would hope that the platform that delivers the best customer experience best handles data privacy and security concerns, and delivers on emerging value propositions will win out. The utility model, though, has one extra hurdle to overcome to compete effectively. And that's regulatory approval for distribution of advanced meters equipped with this high-fidelity data system in the first place. And that's proven to be a really slow process. Regulators have been reluctant to increase homeowner utility bills to pay for the rollout until the value propositions are fully proven out. Which means that, at least today, the decentralized Wi-Fi model has a bit of a head start in testing some of these new propositions. In any regard, the grid edge is an emerging opportunity for both utilities and startups. 
It gives an opportunity for customers to take more control over their power usage and generation and opens up new ways to save money and power over time. But it's also a very nascent industry, requiring a lot of patience and hard work to realize the potential opportunities. I'm Paul Schuster, and this has been your 8 Minutes.